This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and today I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Jenny Lovell from Northern Star VA. Jenny, thank you so much for being a part of the book and the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Thank you for having me. Um, So I run a virtual assistant business, Northern Star VA, and I help uh other entrepreneurs with small parts of their business including um communications and marketing um events organizing and general admin thank goodness for VAs like you honestly um (laughs) what I loved in your chapter is you didn't feel any pressure to be ambitious as a child but you knew that you worked to do your best at what you were doing that is so wonderful but where did it come from so I think it came from my family, really. So I come from a line of grafters and um, my mum and dad were not particularly high flyers in their careers, to be honest with you. But what they did do was they worked really, really hard at trying to do the absolute best they could be in the roles that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just really rubbed off on me and my brother, really. Um, so my brother's a little bit older than me. He's he really is a high flyer. So he's worked so ridiculously hard too hard arguably but um he's you know he's really achieved so much and stuff but I think also I've I think I've surrounded myself as well with a lot of my friends from school and uni and stuff they've all got a really strong work ethic so whether their job earns them big money or not so big money it doesn't matter they've still got the passion and the drive to do the absolute best they can the whole time and I don't know it's nature or nurture isn't it would I have been like that if I wasn't surrounded by them or do I surround myself by them because they're the same as me? I don't know. But definitely there's, there's some of that in it, I think. There's so much power in the words that we use. And when you were just talking about the work ethic, ambition or being ambitious doesn't mean that you don't or you do have a work ethic. It's how you choose to view any words that are put on you, which is um, you saying in the book, I didn't feel like I was ambitious. You've got an amazing work ethic. So it is a form of ambition that takes you through to whatever you want to accomplish. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why did you choose to become a virtual assistant and where does your support come from? Oh, okay. Um, So I chose to become a virtual assistant. I'd been a personal assistant for 15 plus years. And the last few years I'd been uh, working in internal communications as well. Mm. And I loved it. I'd loved my time there. I'd felt like I'd made a real difference with the internal communications, especially around the time of the first lockdown. So I worked in a large manufacturing organization. So where the whole country, as you know, was just all up in the air, but we were all having to still go to work. So certainly the manufacturing guys were having to go to work. Some people were working from home. Some people were furloughed. People can't see their families. Their kids can't go to school. One thing, everybody was so displaced. 
the communication was so key at that time that you know people needed that drip feed of information to make sure that they knew what was going on and I really felt like I achieved quite a lot at that time but then after that I just felt like I lost my way with some of it I just felt a bit like my confidence got knocked um and I my sort of self-belief was a little bit low and I think so also the pandemic has a big effect on you I think it made us all rethink quite a lot about what made us happy in life and I realized I wasn't really happy in my job anymore um so I had a real sit down and a think and I thought okay when was the last time I was really happy in the role that I was in and I traced it back to when I was a PA working for an MD and I was doing the internal comms stuff as well at the same time and uh, so I thought right that's it that's what I'm going to do I'm going to go and find another role like that but that's so specific and then I sort of thought well what do I do you know do I how am I going to find a role like that and I happened to be chatting to a best friend of mine and she said have you thought about being a VA I didn't know what VA was I had to google it (laughs) um but then I went in from in a period of 36 hours I went from being I don't know what my next step is I'm not happy where I am but I don't know where I'm going I don't know what to do to being I'm going to do this I'm going to be a VA I'm going to start my own business I'm going to help people in these three ways this is what I'm going to do and it was a genuine light bulb moment for me and I don't I don't I can't vouch for everybody else but I don't have many real deep down fundamental light bulb moments in life and this was one of them and I thought yeah I've got to follow with that so that was where I went with it really and the rest on that is history and just to say that a VA is a virtual assistant and I'm sorry that role of virtual assistants has grown so much over the last two years, let alone the 10 years before that, where a lot of business were already online and were looking for virtual assistants that can do what you're doing. And over the last two years, have become more and more necessary. So thank goodness. <laughs> but did you always want to run your own business? Um, no, <laughs> no, I did always want to run my own business. A bit candid. Um, no, I didn't, to be honest. Um, and, then, like, you know, I'd been at my last company for 15 years. And to be honest, if you'd have asked me a couple of years ago, I probably would have thought I'd been there another 15. Mm. But you don't know what you don't know. And I had no idea that I was going to become disillusioned with it. And that, you know, I think it started to affect me as well as a person, like how, you know, when you're in a role that for me, I guess this comes down to the whole ambition, success, addiction to success thing. Mm. But for me, like, my job is so much a huge part of my identity and when you're dissatisfied in that you feel like there's something completely wrong to your core and so um I had to change basically I think it was affecting me as a wife a mother a friend everything I think it was just you know it's just there at the back of your head you know and you're not happy so no I didn't always think I was going to start my own business but um but I'm very glad I did (laughs) Um, you said that you wouldn't describe yourself as being particularly ambitious, but you're addicted to success. I mm. just loved reading that because for a lot of people, they tie ambition and success together. But being addicted to success for you is a lot about being your clients being successful as much as you being successful, uh, because that drives everything. And then ambition is like the the back seat that 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 you don't have to have in place for you to be able to feel and be successful I just thought that was brilliant yeah I mean I think it goes back quite a long way to be honest with you so I think my first job I was 15 working in a tea room and you know obviously it's, it's a tea room I had one pound 75 an hour because I am that old 
Um, you can't charge, you can't give people that much money these days, but like that's that was how much we earned in those days. And um I um I used to, you know, I started to get interested in how much do we take on a Saturday then, you know, how much generally do we take? And then sort of half an hour towards the end of the day, I'd be like, how much have we taken so far? Like, have we beaten last week yet? Mm. And if I hadn't, then I would be going out and engaging with the customers sat at the tea room and like saying, oh, you know, like we're closing in half an hour, but like this cake's going to go in the bin. Does anyone want to buy a piece? And like upselling stuff and engaging with people and talking about the produce and, you know, just to try and wring an extra bit of revenue out of the day and just to try and, there was no personal gain for me for that. It wasn't my business. I was 15. You know, I didn't get a bonus. They didn't up my pay for doing that. It was just like a. I wanted the Saturday team to be the most successful team, you know, and I don't know. And it just sort of went on from there throughout the whole rest of my career, whatever I was doing. I wanted our region to be the first to get a report in or whatever. So, yeah, I think I, I have always been a bit addicted to success and not necessarily my own. But being a silent partner in all of it has been really, really like, that's my thing. I'm not a big one for being in the limelight. So actually supporting somebody who is being successful, but knowing that I played my part, that's really important to me. Um, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like from a VA point of view, it's perfect because I get to be a cheerleader for, you know, several different businesses instead of just one person or one business. It's brilliant. And it doesn't matter what the task is, whether it's, helping to launch a new part of their business or whether it's trying to go for ISO 9001 certification it doesn't matter you know it's every single thing is like a personal challenge to make sure that they get the best result I used to get called a Rottweiler with lipstick and I do the same <laughs> in the nicest possible way I'm sure oh, I think so. <laughs> Because I used to get my teeth into something and I wouldn't let go until it was done. And I think yeah. the same ethic in that and it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> if there was one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Just one lesson. <laughs> I've learned so many. Um, I would say it would be remain agile. Um, so I think as business owners, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call it, you want to call it I think that you know, it, your business is your baby. It's everything. Some people have dreamt of this business since they were children. Mm. Um, obviously, obviously not me, but, um, you know, some people have. And so they have a very clear idea of, you know, the branding and the voice and what they're going to offer, the services they're going to offer, how it's all going to pan out. But the problem with that is you can get very tunnel visioned. I think that you're so stuck in, this is my dream. I'm going to make it happen. That you have to listen to feedback you have to look at what's happening around you and then change accordingly it's like the definition of insanity isn't it you know doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome so I think you know if you're sending your messaging out there and it's just not getting any engagement well then you need to change your messaging you know if you're using a particular piece of software and it frustrates the hell out of you every single day then you need to change your software <laughs> sorry I've heard it then you need to change your software, you know, stop trying to bang round pegs into square holes. It's just not going to happen. So just put it down, move on and just keep changing things. I mean, like, I've not been in business a full year yet and I've already changed a few things that I thought, yeah, this is great. This is great. And like at first I was like, this is great. This is what a great idea. And then three months down the line, I'm like, nah, done. <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to change to something else now that's not working for me it's not a great return on investment it's not this it's not working out whatever you know so and I'm sure it'll continue everything's up for grabs isn't it 
when it's your business you can absolutely make these decisions and it's doesn't matter to anybody else it's your business brilliant Mm. uh what's your favorite business book my favorite i like a business book um i've just started reading atomic habits um which is good early days but i'm enjoying it so far but i think my absolute go-to that i would recommend to everybody is um the go-giver by bob berg and john david mann um because it is not only a great guide for business how to conduct business but it's also a really great guide for how to conduct yourself in life as well and whilst when I got to the end of it I sort of thought you know I didn't really learn anything new from this book I think what it did was it reminded me that it's okay to be authentic and that people buy from people and I come from quite a corporate world and at times you can get your personality stamped out in a corporate world, Mm. but actually it's okay to be authentic and get your personality across in your business. And yeah, it was, it was a really good reminder for me and for everybody. I think to be honest, I would recommend it. Uh, Amazing. Jenny, somebody Mm -hmm. is going to listen to this is going to read your chapter and it's going to change their approach to something that they're doing or, or to the words that they're using around (laughs) that they're not resonating with so I really appreciate you being involved in the book and the podcast thank you thank you so much for having me it's very exciting thank you for listening if you like what you've heard please leave a review and come back for more inspiration if you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up come and join the shine on you crazy daisy membership offering online networking co-working collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information and for even more inspiration please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the shine on you crazy daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world